Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey Shyla, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How are you today? I'm doing okay. It was a busy one, but but things are moving. Stuff is happening. Did you have a busy one? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a busy day every day pretty much in my life, but um, I thought we should really just dive into this thing that I found last night that is going to make you die, and you don't even know about it, but it's really funny. So. I'm super excited because, you know, I love me a good surprise, and you were like, I have today's content, and I'm like, oh, for the yep. love, what am I in for? So let's do this thing. Yeah, so, okay, little backstory, like, you know, you and I are like productivity queens, right? Like, we try to so fault, unfortunately. so many um, things. Yeah, but, sometimes I'm concerned. You know, there's a, there's a point where, like, I think that there's a little bit of, like, I, I have to second-guess myself. Like, am I, am I gaslighting myself into believing that, like, we're in, in an environment where people want us to produce mm-hmm. or, like, in a world where people want us to produce? Like, do I make myself think that? Or is there, like, actual tangible evidence, right? Right. So, I oh. found yesterday as I was doing an Instagram post... Um, on something that I like to use. I'm not going to out them because I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to make it <laughs> seem bad, but mm-hmm. something called a productivity bingo. Oh, this could be fun. Yeah. Okay. No, all right. it's pretty heinous, actually. Oh, really? So, oh. Okay. So let's go through them and we'll go through them bit mm-hmm. by bit here because some of them will be like, oh, that's easy. Okay. Okay. So the first one, it's, it's a uh, four columns by five rows. Okay. So 20 in total, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Okay. Number one work out at home okay I can do that in like 20 yeah. minutes right, right like I could do that that's achievable totally I, I could work out I mean do I I mean unless mm-hmm. you count my walk because I try to get the walk right. in but working yeah. out although Mark and I are looking at an exercise bike maybe we can come back to that later okay oh. okay All working right. out at okay. home okay check uh we're moving across here clean out your email inbox like what define clean out listen I have like 4,000 emails in like my not inbox. even in folders like they're literally in the inbox well, like, so if I go on my phone where I have all of my email coming in, it's like all of the junk email mm-hmm. that I should really be unsubscribing from. Like, I get where they're going with this, but like, yeah, I can't. No. Like, so for I need to sit down and do it. No. Right. So for me to have my <laughs> inbox cleaned out is like my goals are always at the end of a week to be under 100, but daily to be under 150. And that's not the junk. That's like I have to respond or read the thing or do something with it. Like I get through the junk yeah. every day. So for me, that's what that means. My friend Elisa, though, she like empties her hers. Like she calls it the realm, like that little window at the top. And hers is like she has yeah. to be within the realm or it's not a thing. So yeah, that's bullshit. I, that's okay. admirable. I'm not. I'm not getting okay, that square. The next one. Mm-hmm. Organize your computer. Fudge that. Okay, now, not- now I've already taken a whole week. So like now I'm, a, yeah, nope. Organize okay. your computer. So, like the folder's the thing. Yeah, I do that every time I get a new computer and then it's shot within like a month. Yeah. I try so hard, but then I, I realize I already have a folder. So then mm-hmm. I have like six folders named something, something slightly oh, different. Oh, I'm right there with for- you. <laughs> I am right there with you because I'm like, yeah. And then I try to put like the Jasmine personal stuff in one folder and the work stuff in another and the teaching stuff in another. And it all gets like, absolutely. I went up with multiple folders. You make me feel a little yeah. better about myself that you do no. that too. Yes. Totally. All right. Well, I failed okay. those two blocks. Okay. Yeah. All right. The next one. Set goals for next year. Listen. Like 2021? I can't set goals for tomorrow. I literally can't set goals for tomorrow. No. 
I don't even know what 2021 looks like. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, exactly. I'm going to listen to these years from now and be like, what was that? I don't even know what 2121 looks like. Goals for next yeah. year. Funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. All right. So now we're going to go down to the next column. Okay. Um, declutter your closet. All right. So I try to do this like once a year, but I'm going to be honest with you. The months of March to now, um, I don't even know what I wear. Like I wore real pants today and it was like a thing. And I like real pants, like ones with <laughs> a zipper. Come? I literally was like, oh my God, I'm in real pants to the point that I pointed it out to our dear friend, Kevin. He and I were together and I was yeah. like, Kevin, I'm wearing real pants today. And he was like, yes, I'm so proud you of know. you. I'm a big girl. <laughs> I'm a big girl. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. So, all right. Okay, these things. I could do it though. So far, so far are like the goals thing mm, a little bit. Okay, the next one, mm-hmm. sign up for an online class. In what? I don't know. <laughs> what? And that's like, this is going to make me more productive in life? Okay. I, I, I think if you do these things, then you get bingo and you're great. So okay, so what, start a journal. If you had time, one. if you had time, what online class yeah. would you oh, actually sign up for? Class? What would it be? Oh my, I can't even get my head around that in this moment. How we'll about be, you? You, uh, okay. you figure out why. So an online class. So we all know I'd love to be doing the PhD thing. Yeah, but yeah. not this moment. I'll have to tell you that story later. But um, but I mean, an online exercise class that I consistently attended, maybe that would be a thing to like shake up. By. And then, I, oh, and then I can okay. get two blocks. You know. Look at me yeah. being a productive person. Okay, oh, so what's the next one? Yeah. Start All a right. journal. Start a journal. Okay. All right. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I have a daily planner that I put like daily affirmations and stuff in. You know, I need mm. to to make my brain slow down a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one is clean out your phone's photo roll. <laughs> Would you like to know? <laughs> Do you want to know today's tally? Because you know that I believe in lots of extra storage on my phone. Oh, um, yeah. I, I pay for it. Totally. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not even. This is a totally legit in this exact actual real moment. 14,641 photos. 1,119 videos. I'm not even kidding you. Like, that's a real thing on my phone right now. And that's yeah, between now I, and... I can tell you. Uh, the first one was 2004. <laughs> oh, I only have 10,000 in my recents. So, yeah. No, that's not happening today. No, uh, that's not a thing. So, yeah, next. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now we're down. We're down into the third uh, row. Okay. So, all right. So, so far, this is what society has told us we need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to clean our shit mm-hmm. and also set all of our goals. Okay. And spill it out on it on paper and then sign up for an online class. Okay. So okay. Th- that's where we're That's at. where we are right now. The next mm-hmm. one is look for a side hustle. All right. Well, we got that. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't need to look any further than past <laughs> my nose. Say, does it okay. count if you're already doing one? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's bingo okay. for God's so sake. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, the next one is begin a DIY project. All right, you know I'm good with a good crafting DIY project. Mm-hmm. Now, do I have to be only begin it, check, complete it, where I only right. have, where I only have one square of my DIY knitted blanket done? <laughs> Would you help me with half of it? Okay, or like the office is done a good ninety-eight percent and done in here, so yeah. I can begin I mean, it. Yeah, I can begin. Yes. One. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, update your resume. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I recently had to write one and I was like, yeah. why? why? I know. Mine's about three years old, mm. maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. And I probably should update that thing. Yeah. Mm. It was a good right? year for me, though. So my resume looked really good that year. So like 2018 was way better yeah. than 2020 and going to look much different because I've been sitting in the same spot. But 
Okay. Right? All right. Okay. I could do it. So the next one is really easy. Make a list for your next grocery run. Like, this is, that's the first one that I feel Mm -hmm. like was like, oh, excuse me, besides the workout Mm -hmm. at home, like, it was, it's timed. It's pretty, like, quick. It's relevant to today. Like, whatever. Okay. I have a grocery list in my phone, like, in the notes in my phone that's the same list each week, and I can just yes or no the things I do or don't need like right. I just created in my notes so I could do this this is good yeah. okay it's All perfect right. okay okay mm-hmm. so we got we got the grocery run um next one is explore a business idea like a new one like, like I, I gotta guess, do more do you have to like do, is this what we need to do to be successful I mean we're not looking All for right. a blackout here okay <clears throat> no. am I playing four postage one? squares am I playing straight in a line <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not even, it's not even five columns. So we're only in four columns. So like, I'm not even sure what constitutes a bingo. So like, that's a whole other story. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. But the next one, I need you to um, tell me what the hell this is. Okay. Create a better waste segregation system. I believe that this might be like the multi-trash can one is like recycling versus paper versus regular trash and this is making me productive I mean don't get me wrong my environmentalist friends I'm happy to to separate my stuff I recycle I do that but I don't think that I consciously was like I need a better system I mean I guess I could create a compost piece that's a lot that's a lot I know see like this makes me feel like again you know uh, is this really what it means to be productive i'm just having a real hard time with this so Uh a better waste segregation system yeah you're probably right i was trying to decide like are they talking about like (laughs) what kind of waste are they talking about trash (laughs) commingled recycling compost it's like bad friends Like, I don't know. Like, yes. like waste segregation. Like, who? what is waste in your world? Um, really bad Facebook posts these days. I am mm. so down on social mm-hmm. media right now. I can't. Mm-hmm. So maybe that would be it. Maybe it's about a yeah. wasted friend's uh, social media post. <laughs> maybe that's it. Wow. Okay, read and finish a book. We could do that. I could. Um, watch motivation. Well, I'm sorry. Watch motivational videos. Does TikTok count? I hope so, because I'm spending way too much time. Although, <laughs> you'll be proud of me. TikTok and I did have a talk. We had a talk this week, okay? Okay. And we All talked right. about that we can only see each other during certain times of the day. And if it gets worse than that, and it's too long, that we're going to have to be a weekend-only relationship. Like, we, uh-huh. we literally... So, so far... Long distance? Uh, lo- it might have to be long distance. It's rough. It's real rough. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I'll be honest, TikTok does motivate me. Let's go with that. I'm going to go with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, mm-hmm. so the last, excuse me, the last row here is uh, do yoga and meditate, which I feel like you could use as a workout at home, so mm-hmm. therefore you've now crossed off, right. you know, and intentionalities, like I, I get all that, that's mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. All right, the next one, plan and fix your finances. Oh, see, here's my problem with this. <laughs> my problem with this is that that is not one task. That is like 2,500 steps, you know what I mean? And talking to the Amazon guy, who, as we all know, let's out him. Mark is the one who, with the Amazon problem around here, and you know that's true. So, so true. Plan and fix. I feel like that's not on the same level as like start a journal 
Or like, these are uneven. make your grocery list. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, what level of productivity are we going for? Like, and this is my problem. Like, right. what are we telling ourselves and what does society, like, back up and telling us mm-hmm. that, like, this is how you're productive? Okay, because the last two things are remind someone they are amazing. You're amazing, okay. Jasmine. Oh, Shyla, but you're amazing. I, we get dots. Perfect. Okay. Yay! And then <clears throat> start a blog is the last one. Okay, does our website count? Because I feel like that counts. Can I start a blog? And oh, let's put start. Let's ooh, let's start. Let's put in there. Start a podcast <laughs> and go with that. Right. All right. Like this is. I I don't know. Like I know that it was just something that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, like, think that this was a and... template site. I'm just gonna guess that maybe this was it a was. site. So we're gonna say this was a template, and maybe we'll come up with our own items of our own productivity <laughs> bingo and put it out there for people because I think that would be a better a better deal here. Well, it just yeah. yeah, it just makes me really think about like you know mm-hmm. we I, I I always think that I put so much pressure on myself and like where does that pressure come from and like if this is right if this is ideas that people if these are ideas people have like. It's kind of not just us thinking that we have to keep producing to be relevant. Well, no, it's this right? capitalization. It's like it's sort of this capitalization of productivity and our judging ourselves based on how productive we are, which is actually 100% not fair because we are so much more than what we do or what we accomplish or what we, you know, output. We are, but we don't, mm-hmm. why don't we, why don't we judge or have a value system or a you know, bingo system for like what we're doing. Like maybe it was that I didn't flip shit on a board member today. Could that be one? I think that makes me. I think that qualifies. I think it does too. Or how about my email got down under 150, which I'm not even going to lie to you. If you look at my digital planner, that is a checkbox each day, like under 150. Like this whole clean out completely cannot be a thing because that's not how life is going to, not if I'm going to be, have meaningful responses, not if I'm going to actually like, so there's, this is a quantity, not a quality thing going here. I can clean it out by just hitting delete all. Do you know what right? that's called? I mean- <laughs> that's called filing email bankruptcy. I actually had a, a dear supervisor one time suggest to me that I do that. He was like, just highlight them all and hit delete. If it's that important, they'll email you again. And I'm like, I don't think that's how this can work. So all of that to say that um, we are so, so, so excited to have our guest on today, uh, Cindy Coakley, um, who has some words of wisdom for this productivity mm-hmm. and, and sort of this trap we get ourselves into of like how we become the best version of ourselves and not have to sacrifice so much of who we are and and make us, ourselves feel bad because that's what we do a lot, right? Right. Absolutely. No, she was terribly inspiring and absolutely motivating in all the best ways. So here's our interview with uh, Cindy Coakley. Hey, Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing great. You're doing so, good? You're having yeah. a nice, a, a good day, a good week? It's a good day, good week, absolutely. Yeah, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Super excited for today's interviewee. I have known Cindy for a while. I think you have too. Um, but I'm going to be honest, Cindy, I learned through our pre, uh, pre-show pre questionnaire that you're a Cynthia. And so I'm a big, you know, like having a name like Jasmine, I am always into what people's formal and full names are. So uh, welcome to the show, Cynthia Coakley. It's very nice to have you on today. I am humbled and honored to be here. So thanks for asking. Absolutely. Well, we we usually like to kick off asking you if you would give an intro to our listeners. We know you well, but that doesn't mean everybody in our community does. Although I suspect a lot of people people in our community do. And I hear that this is your first podcast. What? Oh, no way. It is. It is. Oh, that's 
that's amazing. Oh, well, now I feel humbled I and know. honored. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting, Cindy. I'm so thrilled. Um, I'm never surprised when I meet someone who knows you or you have some interaction with my life, you know, because you really are such a part of our community. But yeah. could you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself um, and what you do in our community? Sure. Um, so I, I, I was actually not born in Lebanon. I was born in Alaska because my dad was stationed there. And um, But I've been r- born and raised generally. I came home at four months old. And so I've lived in Lebanon County um, for most of my life. Um, I did go to college in Lancaster County, but I have stuck close to home. And um, I am a sales director with Mary Kay Cosmetics. I've been doing that for 20 years. And I think, as I said in my intro, um, it's not something you grow up thinking you're going to do. It's not every little girl's dream Mm -hmm. um, or anything like that. And I'm surprised to find myself here Mm -hmm. over 20 years later. But I'm married and have two teenagers, two teenage girls, and just love every day of life. You must be very happy that their mother is a cosmetic (laughs) consultant, to be honest. Like, I mean, it's funny. You say that you don't remember being like, you know, a kid who like wants to grow up to do such a thing. But I remember being a kid and my mom had like a compact, like the pink compact. Mm -hmm. And and when she, when they would switch like to a new type of compact or something, I would get the old one to play with, you know, and it was really cool. And I felt very sophisticated, you know, in that pale pink and, and all of that. So it was fantastic. Uh, what made you get into to working with Mary Kay 20 plus years ago? Um, honestly, I was working in corporate America at the time. My background is all accounting and finance. And um, I was a people person stuck in a numbers world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so this was just a little bit of extra income. My husband had gone back to school and we had built our house. And this was like our vacation fund. Um, and, um, and it also just gave me an opportunity to really interact with people because budget numbers is not really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So, so that's history. how it started. The rest I mean, is because history. you're not just a sales consultant. Like you are a Mary Kay lady. It's not okay to say a Mary Kay lady with a car. Like you well, a car. A stunningly beautiful yeah. car. I actually saw you. You're going to think that I like creep on your life or that I'm like some type of weirdo, but I saw you. You were going like um to the where like the subway complexes in Anvil there. You were going there a couple weeks ago and I passed mm-hmm. you and I was like, "Damn, that car's beautiful." It's like it's beautiful. Yeah. Like it's fantastic. So, let's let's just start with there. Yeah. What what was your first car and how excited were you to get to that point? I mean, this is crazy. It, it is crazy. And I, you know, I'm grateful every day. I'm just, I'm so blessed. Sometimes I pinch myself that this is really what life looks like. And um, my first car was a red Grand Am um, back in 2001. Okay. And that was the very, very first car that uh, that I earned with Mary Kay. That's wow. amazing. Now That's you're great. into the pink Cadillac, right? Is that where we're at? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's yes. beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah so I, I can't go anywhere. People know yeah. where I am. I mean, that's really true. I said I sound like a stalker, but I mean, I, I promise I was just appreciating how stunning it was and how great yeah. it was. But I also appreciate like what an incredible mentor you are. Um, you know, you have, you are constantly lifting up the women on your team. You know, I follow you on Instagram. I, you were just, you were just posting, I think it was either today or yesterday about you with a group of the beautiful women that you get to work with. And I can tell what incredible joy you get from that. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what it's like to be a mentor and maybe to the pressure that comes with being such a mentor to to so many beautiful young women? 
Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's not a piece of the journey I saw when I started, and um, but I now I would tell you it's what keeps me here. It's what drives me to give women confidence or a choice in their life that they didn't think they could have. You know, we've got a mom on our team now. She's got three kids and with her oldest, she was working and now she's got two young girls and she's at home with them. And so it motivates me to just be a better me because it's making a difference in her life. Um, you know, and being able to do that. So watching other people win is probably what I enjoy the most about mentorship and, and coaching. Yeah. Um, I think some of the challenges, and this is my personality style, um, my, if you, have you ever done strength finders? Oh yeah, like where you go through and you figure out like what your major strengths are and then the areas you can maybe have opportunities in, oh, right? Like That's how swat, we spend that piece. A self-swat analysis? Yeah, kind of oh, like a self-swat okay. analysis. Kind of. Yeah, Derek and I did it when we were in leadership together. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, a, it's a great assessment. I love anything like, like that like that that helps us to better understand ourselves mm-hmm. well, my top one is harmony so as a mentor sometimes you also though need to you know kind of coach people through tough things or tell them like is that effort really giving you enough to give you the results that you want mm-hmm. you know you also have to have those kind of tough conversations and the gals of my team we kind of joke like that is not my gift it's not easy for me to do that it mm-hmm. takes work you want everybody um, to get along yeah you want i just want along. the harmony yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah i don't like to make people uncomfortable that's what it sure. comes down to us i don't like to make people uncomfortable so i want that harmony mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah that's definitely a growth area for me absolutely <laughs> sure. which is a, which is a great growth opportunity to do um my niece is actually on your team and i didn't even know it until i saw her on instagram one day and you're tagging caitlin and i was like you know i'm not surprised the two of you have found each other to work with in life because she's she's a go-getter like that too and loves to to mentor people and she just she just has a bright soul to to be able to do that with so i wasn't surprised uh, but at the same time i was like who knew you know and it had been a long time till i knew i was kind of embarrassed well one of the things that you know direct sales gets kind of a bad rap because you have to hustle and you mm-hmm. have to hustle hard and we love hustle right? we do we, and we do. we're all about the hustle mm-hmm. um so it sounds like some of the things that you have to tell people is like you're not hustling enough like if you want to make this a thing you've got to like do the things that will put you out of your comfort zone so how do you get mm-hmm. people to explore their comfort getting out of their comfort zone because that's a huge thing that's right. part of growth right innovation mm-hmm. all of those things is part of getting out of your comfort zone so mm-hmm. how do you do that how do you make that happen what's the magic that you do to make that. Oh, tell us your wisdom. <laughs> we, 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 talk, we talk about it that, you know, in this business, it's actually mathematical, not magical. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. um, but we do because it really, um, it, as we work with people and we want people to grow outside that comfort zone, it's finding what we call, we call them daily small wins. Mm-hmm. That's something we celebrate on our team. Um, and it just, if you can find a win in one area, it will grow your belief cycle somewhere else. Okay. And, you know, somewhere, sometimes we're celebrating that women are getting up and they're working out, you know what I mean? Because that was something important to them. That's a value that's important to them. Sure. And if we can encourage them there, that win in that area of life will carry over to winning in their business too. I love that idea. Yeah, it's so like celebrating just... the wins across the board. Sometimes we yeah. get so focused on just that, what we think is the big goal yeah. and forget mm-hmm. that all of the goals in our life and hitting all of the hustle in our life can actually yeah. benefit the other things. Oh, Cindy, that. we love this. Well, we, we love it. Yes. Away. I like it very much. Awesome. That is awesome. Thank you. I know. We need it. I don't know about you, but today I need it. 
Do you need it today? I need it today. Yeah, I'm a little lost. I need it. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, direct sales, like Shyla said, is is difficult. I mean, it is a hard hustle game. And you keep doing it with a smile on your face and for more than 20 years. And during the time of COVID, I swear there's going to be a week we're not talking about COVID. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, maybe that needs to be my goal, is that I have one podcast episode where I'm not, like, harping on COVID, you know? But, but like, I would imagine it is life. and, and And I would imagine, too, that it's a life that made your already hard hustle that you and your team are doing even more challenging. So how have, how have you been innovative in the middle of this? How have you kept your relationships going? How, you know, how have you done that? Yeah, it, um, we literally had to pivot on a dime. Like we had to move so quickly because we built our business on face-to-face personal interaction, personal service. That's what sets Mary Kay apart. Mm -hmm. Um, I think from a lot of other things is because that's what we do. And so in this season, it really just came down to picking up the phone, calling our clients, reaching out to them. How are you doing? Not even to sell a product, but kind of checking in. And I just, I went through my team and called them. Um, and it took sometimes a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took months mm-hmm. to get through everybody and things. Um, but that was just important is keeping that relationship, even if we couldn't be, you know, face to face. And then, of course, as with everyone else, mm-hmm. Zoom went from what, you know, 200, 200 million users to 10 billion or some right. crazy number. And mm-hmm. um, we just have transitioned to Zoom, Facebook parties. Um, and it still just gives that us that opportunity to connect with people. So really staying um, true to your mission still. Yeah. Still, you yes. didn't, it doesn't sound like you, pivot, you pivoted that, right? Yeah. You, you kept your relationship yeah. dedication, but figured out yes. another way to do so. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, yeah. Uh, it, this, is whole, this whole thing has made us all think about what are the things that will stay and what are the things that we want to get back to normal life. So mm-hmm. have you learned any lessons, anything that you're like, hey, this kind of worked. We didn't mean it to, but it worked. Uh, and I think this will be something mm. that we continue to use as we move past COVID. I pray there's a day we move past COVID. Uh, Shyla, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. It has to because I'm losing my mind right now just because I'm trying to keep up the hustle to the same level yeah. and it is exhausting mm-hmm. yeah. me. It's like exhausting. I found joy in cleaning my house because it allowed me to avoid other things. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Like when I'm cleaning to, to avoid, avoid the yeah. hustle. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But yeah, what have you learned along the way that you might hold on to? Um, that that cleaning is actually an outlet. Um, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally just listened to another podcast, and they, that's part of what they said is like that. It is that type of bridge work sometimes that refuels us and mm-hmm. allows us to you know to feel like that. So um, I think for me, one of the things I've learned the most is just restructuring how I manage my time. Mm-hmm because I'm not out and about and on the road as much and I'm in my office more, but not getting sucked into just my office or just my computer um, and being able to find, you know, that balance. And what we'll continue to take forward, I believe is just continuing to do a lot virtually. Our companies continue to grow. It's been amazing. So we're going to, we're going to stay in this area. Not that we won't go back to in-person, but we are going to keep a lot in this virtual world because we get to provide that personalized service with a, just yeah. many more people in many yeah. different ways. Well, and I'm sure you work with lots of young moms. Like for me as a young mo- a mom of mm-hmm. young kids, like it's been really great that I can take a Zoom board meeting and not have to be out of my house. This mm-hmm. meeting would interact with like having to go mm-hmm. pick up my kids. It's It comes at a time where it's really helpful to me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure some of your clientele is appreciative of the fact that they can shop and do what they need to and get consultation 
mm-hmm. via Zoom. And to not worry about mm-hmm. travel time yeah. or clean, you know, it's yeah. funny, I always think about when someone from Mary Kay or, or any other companies come to visit me, you know, I'm like, oh, I got crap, I got to clean my house up. I mean, not that my class, the house is that dirty, but you know what I mean? Like, you want to, I've got to make sure that the lighting is right and the, the space is right. And it kind of takes a little bit of that barrier yeah. out, right? That now mm-hmm. they can really say, oh, six to seven really is six to seven. And, and you can and meet in them in a different home, way. In my pajamas, right. with my kids playing in the basement. Right. Like, that's perfect, yeah. So yes. it's kind of a cool, cool thing that you've been able to bridge. In I do life. think it's funny though. So, so a confession of COVID time, I actually love to see people in their native habitat on Zoom. Like that's what I call it. I'm like, Mark, I saw someone in their native habitat today. Like because we don't usually yes. get to see each other's houses the same way. It's so funny. But I don't like to see my students in their native habitat. No. I'm very uncomfortable with that. Like I, I want them to turn their screens off. Like my college kids. I'm like, I don't want. I don't. I feel like they're exposing themselves to me, and I don't want that mm-hmm. for them. I'm like, you shouldn't have to feel like Professor Booker's in my living room. Yes. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good at all. So I, I am envious of you and your your commitment to running. Because I, I run under two conditions. Zombies are chasing me or there's wine at the end. That's <laughs> those are my conditions. Um, and usually neither of those are met. So Correct. We're big walker people. <laughs> we walk. We're walkers. We're walkers. Yeah. Running is not my, not much dick. But you, on the other hand, have taken up running as kind of a, a I guess, an outlet maybe? Yeah, it definitely is an outlet. Um, just and it was really, um, it started out to see just what was possible. And um, I talked to a friend, and we decided to run the. Um, gosh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's done in like Mother's Day weekend um, for the Palmyra Rec Association, I think. Okay. Um, uh-huh. It's been the big, like, they do a 5K. And I was like, let's just see if we can do this. And um, we did it, and it was fun and amazing. And, you you know, again, it goes back to those wins. Like, we were like, wow, that was great. Like, we really could do it. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was talking to another friend, and I, I went out to cheer on a friend that was running the Hershey Mar- Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. And um, this is something I learned in that process was put yourself in the place of of things that you want to see happen for yourself or that you want to achieve because it might look a lot different than what you perceive in your mind. That's amazing and, too. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But I went out and I watched it and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to see all these like ultra runners, right? And my friend that I was cheering on wasn't really an ultra runner. And um, and it was actually Heather Red- Richardson, uh-huh. one of your previous yeah, guests yeah. and I, that went out to watch that day. And it broke a belief barrier for me that, wow, like, I can really do this if I thought, you know, if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to training and decided to do a half marathon just to see if I could. And um, the day I was done, I thought, I don't know if I'll ever do that again. And two <laughs> days later, I was like, I'm totally doing that again. <laughs> Well, and what I love about this too is um, you you ran in like high school and college and then you took a break for a long time and you didn't start running. That that story you just told us didn't happen until you were in your mid 40s. And and I love that because I think sometimes we pigeonhole ourselves of, oh, that's something I used to do or that's something, you know, that other people do. And, you know, um, so inspiring that you were so willing to take that up and say, I can take this challenge on. But also it sounds like there wasn't a lot of judgment on yourself in that. Yeah. You you don't sound like when you were checking those things out, you were going to rate yourself if you couldn't follow through that you were going to encourage yourself um but but not you know do you do you do you like attempt to go to things in life like that that you stay positive and you think I'm going to try this and you know not tear yourself down if it doesn't follow through you know what's your what's your thought on that um, yeah, I would say sometimes I can be kind of hard on myself, I'll be honest, okay. but I have a lot of grit mm-hmm. and a lot of perseverance, and um, that just will kind of keep me going if it's something I really want to do or something I believe in. So, um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was, I had to come to it with an open heart and mind and just, 
again, you just, you start, when you start running for a half marathon, like you start at two miles and Mm -hmm. that was all the further I was going at that point. And, um, but then you just train a little more and you add a mile and then you add a mile and you, and you just can keep doing it. And the next thing you know, you land somewhere you didn't think you could achieve. And so that, you know, the daily habits add up, I guess. Yeah. And it, and it goes right along with what you said before about celebrating all the goals and all the wins along the way. And, and, you know, I'm sure other areas of your life gave you inspiration for that. So that's, yeah, that's truly absolutely. amazing. Not to yeah. mention great friends yeah. like Heather Richardson. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Which yeah. is, which is, yeah. she's fantastic. Yeah. So, um, that same type of dedication for you and sort of perseverance and grit. One of the first times I ever met you in person, we were both uh, presenting at an etiquette dinner at Lebanon Valley mm-hmm. College. And I was there to talk about like what spoon you use and like, you know, what napkin you use and all those things that I obsessively deal with, with like, you know, my love of like British culture and all that kind of crap. And, and you were there to really talk about how style can help someone in a professional atmosphere mm-hmm. and not just about like, you know, what colors go with what, but how they could use that to show their own unique professional personality. You know, what, mm-hmm. what has brought you to that passion and what brought you to that, that desire to share that with other people? So my, one of my missions is really just for, you know, people, women particularly, but people to feel confident in the skin that they're in. And I think it's just educating people um, about finding their style or what fits for them or fits for their profession. And sometimes people just like anything in life, they they don't know those different things until they have the opportunity to have, you know, have that discussion. But I really encourage people to find what fits for them and that they're comfortable in because if they're comfortable, they're confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that you, can make yeah. a big difference. I've seen you do it a hundred times. You know, you would ask for volunteers and then the students would say to you, I just never thought about that. And you would say, well, you made me think about that. You know, it wasn't yeah. that you came in with an agenda or something, but you would talk to them and you would ask them things like, well, what are you interested in doing? And what would you want someone to notice about you? You know, and they might say something like, I want them to know that I'm positive. And you would say, well, you know, these are colors that can help help you with that. This is a style mm-hmm. that I would just stand there in awe of, of, you know, what confidence you could give them in that way. And it really is a wonderful thing that you do in our community. And, and are you missing that these days, you know, as we're not so much out and about? Yes, yes, very much so. I'm a people person, so not connecting with people. There there was a season of these last couple months that was very challenging and very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, but those daily habits, I, I made a pact with myself on March 13th that I was going to walk um, every single day until it was over, and I did all the way up until June something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just really was valuable for my mental health and my physical health Mm -hmm. yeah Um, absolutely to keep to keep moving and going yeah it it seems like you know there there had to be it had to have been a hook for you kind of to stay in the mary Kay realm right so what was that hook what was the thing that Mm -hmm. like i i think i have an idea you know having this interview and the things that are really important to you but was there something that kind of stood out was it is there a flashbulb of like this is why i chose to stay doing what i'm doing and the grind and the hustle to be able to continue improving lives of women Um, I think because I see and I know how much it's improved my life. And um, I don't mean that monetarily or any of those things. I mean from who I am and my confidence and my ability to want to give back and serve others and pass that on to my my girls. I mean, they're two teenagers and they're girls. So Mm -hmm. to pass that confidence on to them. Um, And so that growth journey, so many people think it's just about a product. But as you get into this, when you own your own business, and you're working with people, you learn a lot about yourself mm-hmm. in that process. And so that has been the thing for me I've, I've loved the most. And then now it's watching other women do that. And my, my team, that's the reason I 
grow and read books or do things is because I want to be the best leader that I can be to them and to give them that choice. And that's that's really what keeps me here. I absolutely love that aspect of it. It's amazing. It's our idea that there's always room at the table, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about that in mm-hmm. nonprofit land, but like, you know, there are people who come at this thinking that there's only so much room at the table, but for us, there's always room at the there's table. There's always room at the table, yes. you know, and the, and the more people yeah. that we can get into those ideas, the more innovation we have, the more risk we can take together, the more we can support each other when it doesn't mm-hmm. go well, because with, yeah. with innovation and ris- is risk, and with risk, there will be failure, and, and that we can't yes. be afraid of it, right? We can't be afraid of it. So that idea that there's more at the table. You, you bring up an interesting point though, Shiloh. There, there is a lot of competition in, in home sales, in, um, in all of that. How do you help your team balance that? You know, do you find yourself reminding them that there's enough room at the table for everybody? Yeah, we, we talk about that a lot. And we, we talk about, again, I think just what allows us to be a little bit different and just helping them to focus on what their dreams and goals are. And that keeps their vision moving forward to where they're going. And we, we talk about, we will fail forward to success. Like we will learn. And in this season, we've learned a lot Mm -hmm. and we just keep learning and keep going and we pivot. And if we did something, it didn't work. Well, then we change it for the next time. And that's really what we, you know, what keeps us going. But I've heard it from people that have been part of other companies and, you know, also joined in our area. There's just a different sisterhood and women supporting women, which is hard to find, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes. And so that's one of the things that that but it's, helps it's people. so needed. I mean, we, we need yeah. to be championing each other. We need to be saying that was wonderful or that wasn't so wonderful, but you'll get it next time. Or, you know, like, like you said, yes. it might not always be easy to say you got to hustle a little harder, but sometimes that's the greatest gift you can give someone, you know, is yes. to remind them of that uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the other part of your pre-interview screen, um, you're a little bit of a travel bug. So mm-hmm. this has been probably a little bit challenging for you having to be sidelined at home, huh? Yes, we um, we love to be training, planning the next trip and where we're going to go and what we're going to do. Um, life is short. Life is an adventure, you know, so have the opportunity to go experience different things. And uh, yeah, we canceled some plans. We did change some plans, but we we did take a little road trip and get to a beach this summer and enjoy oh, some beach vacation time. So that was amazing and fantastic. Oh, yeah. good. And speaking of family, what is life like with two teenage girls? I have to tell you, I had one teenage girl and then one teenage boy, and I had eight years between them, and I still thought it was going to take me down. So, you know, what? not only is what what's your life like with the two teenage girls, but also do they have an interest in cosmetics and sales and, and those things at all? Do they, is that Does that pique their interest? It's so funny. Um, so the we, we joke, my girls are very different on certain things. And when you said like, oh, they're probably all excited that you're in this. One is excited and enjoys it. The other, the other one, this is not her gig. Mm-hmm. I think when we have to put makeup on her for her dance show, she's like, why do I have to wear this? Um, and things. But, um, you know, I think it's, we are blessed. We are incredibly blessed. The girls are amazing. Um, they just are two wonderful girls. And there are moments with two teenagers, but I... I just, I'm grateful for who they are and, um, and I just, it hasn't been crazy. So good. good. I know I, I, yeah. I joke and, and tease, but Shyla maybe all through all of those uh, teenage years and I can't complain either, you know, very, very wonderful yeah, children. Well, and, and being home during the lockdown really put a light on whether or not our the siblings could like function or uh-huh. who was going to be horrible. And I know it was plenty of people who it did not go well. Yeah. Um, so I'm very lucky to my four and eight year old. They, they, they bonded. Great. They yeah. even more so they're already close, yeah. but they really yeah. are, are tight, which, which is, is really fantastic. Yeah. Super cool. So mm-hmm. yeah. So 
Oh my word, it, this has been such an honor and a privilege to be able to interview you, Cindy. And um, at the end of all of our interviews, we end with uh, three questions mm-hmm. that Jasmine kicks off here. So I'll let her take it away. Absolutely. So I represent the coffee beans in this relationship. So could you share with us, what is your favorite coffee beverage? So I'm really kind of basic and kind of boring because I can't handle caffeine. So I feel um, you. <laughs> <laughs> we share that, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, actually, I will usually do like a black decaf Americano. Mm-hmm. I don't like them super fancy. That's a treat to me. Um, I just like a good tasty mm. cup of coffee. You're a bit of a tea drinker too, as I recall. I think I just I do saw like tea as recently well. on your Instagram, you just had something you were drinking some, some yes. tea and I was, I was thinking, because uh, it was very close to being a London fog, which is one of my favorites, but it was something, yes. it was something, yes, absolutely. Something steamed in milk. I remember so. this. It's coming back to me now. Yes. So, yes. well, Shyla is the yes. booze side of the house. So yeah. she's got the next question. So what's your favorite cocktail adult beverage? Um, I would probably say my favorite. Um, I don't like to, I like them all. Um, <laughs> I'm not really prejudiced, you know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe discrimination. Um, but I, I would have to say a red wine. I'm just a red wine drinker. And again, trying different ones. Yeah. I don't know that I have a particular favorite. You can spend your time with Shyla. She's a, she's a red wine drinker. I am totally red wine. Nice. Are you a dry? Do you like it? Are you a dry red? I do like dry. Yes. Dry red wine. Yes. yes. You can be buddies. Yeah. A little spicy, got some flavor to it. Yes. That's good. See, for me, red wine makes me think of it's like coating my tongue. It's just like, and not to say that I've never had a red wine I like because it was Shyla can pick one out that I like. She often does. But, but yeah, I'm like, it's like, uh, I don't know. That's that viscosity or something on there. Yes. Well, our last question is actually our favorite question. Shyla, you kick it off. Yeah. So, uh, Cindy, we want to know what's your passion? Um, again, I think my passion, I think we talked a little bit about it today. Um, my mission statement is to inspire women to live by their choices, driven by their values and fueled by their God-given potential. And so it really is my passion to live that out and to give, um, you know, women the opportunity to see that and to know that and, and people in general. Um, but of course I work mostly with women and I just know that if we can impact a mom, we can impact a household, we can impact a next generation. And, um, I think that just can can make a difference so that's that's my biggest passion fantastic so is that a Mm -hmm. personal mission that you've developed or is that okay because you said that as if it's the same thing you say all the time which is like it's your mission statement Yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say it at all our events. I put it on my social media a lot. I, I worked with a coach. I mean, again, mm-hmm. even the coach needs a coach. And so there was a season in life where I worked with a, a life coach and she just helped me narrow that down because it was very it was very clouded. And if you don't have clarity, you you can't have your vision. You can't have your goals. It's hard to move forward. And so she really helped me to just outline that. And now I get to live that out. That's fantastic. That's wonderful, Cindy. So well, cool. unsurprisingly, yes. um, I told Shyla all day I was so excited for today's yes. interview. Oh, like, I just really was because I knew that I was going to come out of it feeling so inspired and enlightened. Yes. And to be honest with you, I needed it today. Yes. I really did. And yes. so thank you so much, Cindy. We really thank appreciate you. your time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla. And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated jasmine and drunk shallow. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.